0: it's only the show i'm here with natalie miranda is that right did i say it right
1: you did
0: <laughs> and and uh we have have known each other and existed in the same indie space for a long time and uh it's our first time to actually get to sit down and have a chat so i've been real excited for this one so uh just uh tell us who you are and how you got started in music natalie
1: Sure thing, so my name is Natalie Miranda. I'm from London. I'm an independent artist and I have always been surrounded by music in my household. Growing up, my mum would play everything, ranging from Whitney to Greek music, like a whole load of different variety of music. Um, And it was always something that I lent to naturally, um, especially when I started playing the piano, I think I was about five or six. And it just seemed extremely natural to be playing music after being around it for so long and singing was something I always did privately though. I was very, very shy and I didn't want anyone to know or that I could, that I was singing or any, I didn't want anyone to judge me or criticize me. So I would do it in my room with the radio really, really high so no one could hear me in my house. <laughs> um, but I loved it. I immediately knew that singing was something that I really wanted to do or not as, as a profession. And um, I started writing songs from a really young age as well. And it wasn't till I was 15 that I sang in public for the first time. And that was really nerve wracking. It was really, really scary, but I did it. And I proved to myself that I could do it, which, which was a big step. And I haven't really stopped since then. <laughs>
0: That's surprising to hear, you know, because since I've known you, you've kind of have this bravado uh, of of singing. Even your voice—it's in your voice, you know. You kind of sing. You, you reminisce me of the Disney princesses of yore, you know, with your voice, and <laughs> and and it's just hard to imagine someone with a voice like that being so shy. So that's really great. I'm I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> How would you define your sound? You know, you are, when you punch in your name on a, a, a streamer, you get a lot of collaborations, a lot of features, uh, and you have some tunes that are your name. Uh, do you think there's a sound that's pervasive throughout all those uh, different tunes?
1: That's a really good question. Um, I think the collaborations that I've been lucky enough to, to do over the last five six years they're dance house tracks most of them and I think they they like the way I write and perform because I have sort of a a powerful voice and they like the diva kind of vibe for these dance tracks and it's a lot of fun to do that and it's been great because it's introduced me to a whole new category and from those I've got more work so I'm really grateful for those but I think for me when I write my own music I don't really like to define it, but I guess you could call it pop with lots of different influences. So it's like Natalie pop. <laughs> it's got soul influences, blues influences, a little bit of rock. Um, certainly Greek, Greek music has influenced me a lot. Um, so there's a whole load of things that comes together to create a Natalie mix, I think.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. Tell us about a specific or or just the creative process specifically for you? How does that turn about from idea to song?
1: It does, de- it would depend on on the project really. So for example, the collaborations I do, usually the producer will send me a track and say, write me something. <laughs> so, so I've already got an idea of what they want. They may say, I want it to be about this or that. So I'll make sure that that happens. With my own music it's usually a case that I get I get a melody and a lyric just randomly will come to me and then I have to like stop everything and, and write it
0: I know what that's like
1: um, yeah <laughs> and, I, and I kind of, so I kind of prefer that way of writing because it's a lot more spontaneous um but there's been other times when my co-writer will play something on the guitar and it will inspire me to write something from there so there's lots of different ways that it might come about cut a long story short
0: (laughs) um I noticed that you're in front of some uh studio equipment do you do a lot of stuff at home or is it a, a majority majority is it done at a studio or is it done at your house or both
1: um everything is done here so I'm, I'm really lucky my, my husband, who is my producer and my co-writer, he's o- over the period of time, he's researched all the best speakers and mics and things like that. And we've saved up and we've been able to buy what's, what's good for, for my voice and for our abilities and things like that. So I'm really, really thankful that we can actually do all this right here. It saves a lot of money we can do it whenever we want to. And um, yeah, I can kind of chill out, don't have to worry about leaving the house <laughs> to I, go to the studio.
0: I uh, I basically robbed the place that I work at a guitar shop to get <laughs> stuff. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Having it at the house is amazing. It's amazing.
1: It uh, really is. I think, I think you can take it for granted sometimes when you see other people having to, you know, really save money to go to studios and stuff like that. I'm extremely grateful for this setup.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. What's the biggest challenge, you know, speaking of challenges, saving up or whatever like that, you know, we don't have to get technical, but what's your biggest challenge in this day and age or today uh, as an indie musician?
1: Okay I mean I, there, there are many I think but for me I think it's being heard through the millions and millions of artists that are out there releasing every day onto streaming platforms and I think also social media is a challenge for me I mean a lot a lot of people say to me that you know I'm very active on social media and they always comment on that and and that's great for, to, for me to see that it's obviously coming across well but it's it's taken me a really long time to find what works for me on social media. I'm not, I grew up in the 90s before all of this stuff happened, you know, and I'm very old fashioned like that. You know, I i like to live in the past a little bit. <laughs> so I don't, social media has been amazing. I'm not gonna dispute that at all, but I find it very stressful having to constantly be seen to, making content, which I really hate that word as well. Yeah, Um, yeah. But you know, doing something, you have to be kind of proving that you're doing something. Whereas my interpretation is I am always doing something, but you don't need to know what I'm doing until it's ready to be seen, you know, or if it's something spectacular, like I'm, I, I fly to LA or something to do something really amazing. Of course I would social media it, but generally my life is pretty boring you know i just write music i record music i think about my videos and stuff like that and that's that's what happens but i don't always feel the need to share that with everybody and my method is just keeping a little bit of a distance while of course giving my fans what they want so it's a different it's a difficult balance but i know we need to have social we have to have social media as indie artists we have to but i would gladly sort of not use it if i didn't have to i
0: i'm with you um i'm with you i i gain traction from uh the silly things i say not the music i make uh yeah and i would rather it be the other way around uh but you know what can you do that's, that's great. That's a great answer. That was a great answer. I mean, that's probably the, the... interview's done. That's it. Uh, uh, what's music like around where you're like, uh, uh, around where you are? Uh, are you able to play live? Do you play a lot live?
1: Well, where I live, it's, it's a, a suburb. There's not really much going on, but um, they, they, there used to be a lot of open mic nights, but after the pandemic, a lot of them closed down. Um, I I used to get quite a lot um, just around London. I, I don't have a band. I've never had like a, my own band, but I'm lucky enough to have a few friends that do play for me every now and then, either on keys or guitar. Um, so I think that's I, one, one of the biggest sort of challenges I face because I, I, while I do play the piano, I don't like to play and sing. I prefer to just sing, which means that if I want to really go out there and gig, I have to have somebody there regularly. And realistically, right. I can't afford to pay a musician. So it really is just, you know, I would like to go out there a lot more, but it's it's also a little bit kind of cl- cliquey, you know? um mm-hmm have to know someone that would get you into this venue or be that support artist for this artist and I don't know how it is in the states but over here like I wouldn't I couldn't even tell you what's in the charts right now in the UK because it just doesn't resonate with me like it used to. And to me it sounds all the same that there's no variety anymore, which is what I love about music and that's what one of the things that made me want to become an artist the way that there was everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not there anymore. And I feel like when I'm trying to apply for gigs, because my music is so different, multi-genre, and yeah, I do have a different sounding voice. I think people are scared and they don't want to take a chance. So that makes it really difficult for me to, to sort of get out there as much as I'd like to.
0: I really identify with that because my wife and I just play original music and we're in an area that only hires cover bands oh, so no.
1: I so feel for but but i'm
0: not going to learn three hours worth of cover songs i'm just not gonna yeah. do it so
1: i know and it's and and again cover music i was in a function band for six years or so and it was great fun you know i mean i, I got to learn a lot uh i i definitely sort of honed my craft as well but i got to that point and was like i don't I just don't want to sing other people's music anymore, unless I want to, you know. Unless I want to do like a, a you know, a, a take on my favorite Christina Aguilera song or whatever it might be, you know. And, you know, I, I feel there's just people don't really appreciate the originals artist <laughs> anymore, you know. And I, I, I don't, I don't know what the, what the issue is with it, but you know, yeah, I feel for you with the with the covers. <laughs>
0: What do you like, um, here's how the question's written. Uh, what themes or topics do you often explore in your lyrics?
1: Um, okay, so I think I do explore the highs and lows of love, but not as much as I explore things like empowerment and self-acceptance and forgiveness, things like that, and never giving up. And I only really realized this in recent recent times. And I think it's because my journey has taken so long, so much, so, so long. And I feel like I have this in me without even realizing that when I write music, it's always a little bit angry or a little bit um, almost like belligerent, like say what you want, I'm gonna carry on doing what I, what i want to do you know that kind of thing um and i think that's why and and also i, I want other people to know that it doesn't always happen the way you want you know it, it might take longer but don't give up just keep doing what you feel is natural and authentic to you and i learned that too late so i want especially younger female artists i want them to hear and see that in everything I do and to know that it's okay. And also you don't have to become famous. You can just keep being an artist and feel fulfilled in your arts and your craft.
0: Yeah. That's terrific. That's terrific. Uh, you know, I got this next question here. It says, how do you connect with your fans? I know, because I've been in contact with you forever, but, Tell people where they can find you and and all that stuff and maybe uh, what you're up to.
1: Of course, so I am everywhere, <laughs> basically all social media. Um, and if you go to my website, which is nataliemiranda.com and that's Natalie with a T-H.
0: We'll um, uh, have that in the show notes.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um, if you go to my website, all my socials are on there, so you can find everything and go give me a follow via the website. And also, if you sign up to the mailing list for free, you get a free download of a song. <laughs>
0: excellent, excellent. Mailing lists are awesome. Uh, I, 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 I live by email. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So
1: important. I, I feel, especially coming from you know a different kind of generation i feel like you can't always rely on the social media you need to have a way another way to contact people
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what's next any new releases you want to talk about any projects going on anything yeah uh, sure. you can I, share with us
1: i i've obviously I've, I've not been well the past three four weeks so everything had to stop while i kind of re- recover um but i was in the middle of recording <laughs> uh two new singles And uh, one of them is almost done. We just need to go back and tweak a few things. And I've also written a French song, which I'm really excited to put out, hopefully later this year. Um, I'm also scouting venues to film the video for one of my really funky tracks. It's kind of like seventies groove, kind of super funky. And I'm really excited to release that. and there's definitely more dance collaborations there's they're always kind of ticking away in the background, so
0: <laughs> that's great what um, oh, that's really exciting. Wow <laughs> I
1: wish I, I had actually... stuff
0: going on that was exciting like that.
1: <laughs> I did also want to you may have seen this when I wrote this on threads i I feel like I need to do something a little bit out the box for me this year, and that probably means traveling far so either to the states or to somewhere like Brazil where I have a big fan base to perform I would love that and but I'm really scared of flying and every every time I travel somewhere it's like maximum five hours (laughs) so I kind of feel like I need to push that boundary a little bit um but yeah that's sort of on my agenda but whether or not that will happen this year is is yet to be seen
0: that's great you know my wife and i went to new york city to play with charu siri and and that's an experience that i mean gosh if you get a chance do it do it go play somewhere far away it's awesome
1: yeah yeah i feel like i feel like i need to kind of just take it off my bucket list as well kind of thing so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i will do it i will do it <laughs>
0: Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on uh, Only the Show and talking with us and giving us such nice, honest answers. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for inviting me, and it's been great to meet you in person.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When you come out with a new release or something, get in touch with me. Maybe we'll have you back on for a quick cover of the release or something.
1: I would love to. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you for watching only the show. I'm going to hit the button now. Bye-bye.